feel proud of yourself because you'll feel so much more confident if you just give yourself a bit more credit. Hello and welcome to Conversations in Confidence, a podcast by It Cosmetics UK. I'm your host, Rose Gallagher, the UK and Ireland brand ambassador, and each week I'm going to talk to some of our friends from the industry about their own confidence journey. Today I'm joined by a lovely friend of mine, Katie Snooks. Katie is a beauty, fashion and lifestyle content creator who shares a little bit of everything really about what it is to be a girl. But lots of people have come to know her from sharing her acne journey and sharing her journey in her relationship. So confidence has always been at the heart of what she shares. Now, just to mention before we begin, we are going to touch on Katie's acne journey and we would thoroughly advise that any views expressed are Katie's own and that if you you wish to seek medical advice about your skin we would encourage you to see a doctor and to make sure that you've experienced a personalized regime just to suit your skin and your needs but right now it's time to meet Katie thank you so much for joining me thank you for having me this is so cool it's so nice to talk to someone other than who I'm like in lockdown with at the moment so yeah it's nice oh my gosh tell me about it I mean how has lockdown been for you because I'm lucky I'm at home with my family at the moment Mm. but like if the postman comes or anyone different I feel like I just corner them for as long as I possibly can yeah for sure I've been finding it okay in the sense that I'm used to working from home and I'm a bit of an introvert so I do like my own um, time and space but I'm in lockdown with my amazing boyfriend Jeff who is yeah we're, we're finding it pretty much okay we're having fun we're trying to stay positive but I think like everyone we go through dips of um feeling really fine and then we'll read something and then our moods will come crashing down and it's just about kind of riding that wave together um but I obviously miss my family I miss my friends and I am getting a little bit sick of all the pub quizzes at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean, actually. It's definitely a journey of kind of managing the highs and the lows. And you never really know when you're going to get one of those moments to catch you on gu- off guard. Yeah. Um, but thinking about you in general, Katie, I think that is one of the things that, I mean, we've known each other a long time now. Yes. And I think one of the reasons people have really come to know and love you is you're always very open about things like that. And, you know, one of the things I really wanted to ask you about today is you've always been really vocal about your personal skin journey. Yes. So to kind of start the story from there, could you tell us a little bit about your acne and when you first noticed it? Yeah, so I was pretty lucky in my teen years to have good skin. I would get the occasional spot, but it wasn't anything major until I kind of turned 19, 20. And then my skin just went bonkers. It went berserk and I couldn't understand why. So I had acne for 10 years, um, all throughout the adult like period of time where you're supposed to be really enjoying yourself and really confident and like comfy in your own skin and like studying and you feel like you're really developing as a human. Um, I kind of was, I had that whole experience tainted by the fact that I had bad skin and none of my peers did. And they all left that at school, like in their teenage years. So, um, yeah, it was really difficult growing up. Um, 
for my confidence and just yeah having a self-belief and kind of loving myself I guess and I imagine it must have been really strange that to your point you kind of expect that to happen when you're a teenager Mm. and you don't expect it to happen as late as say 19 or 20 so it's a really funny time for it to have come about as well isn't it yeah it didn't make any sense and I felt like I was constantly going to like my doctors and being like what is happening to my skin I was on birth control at the time which I was convinced had a part to play in it but they were always adamant that it wasn't and that I'd grow out of it and that um they just put me on a different kind of antibiotic and hope that it goes and it was just yeah 10 years going backwards and forth to the doctors and maybe something having worked a little bit but then it coming back with a vengeance and it not only looking awful but actually also being really painful I think that's the side of acne that is easily forgotten because the kind of whole appearance of it like overpowers that but yeah, like going to sleep and it being painful because of all the cystic spots on your face. And then also um, not feeling like I was worthy of a boyfriend or friends or yeah, especially with social media as well. Like I wasn't worthy of having people look up to me because I was actually really, really disgusting under all this makeup I was wearing. Well, I was going to touch on that actually, because one of the things that I think is just so brave about your whole journey is you shared all of this online and you Mm. documented this whole process. And in my opinion, I really think that you were one of the first skin positivity activists that were out there that people could kind of approach and speak to and relate to and have someone to connect with going through that same journey. Mm. Um, How did sharing it help you along the journey and what kind of response did you get from people when you did share it? It was nothing but positivity and um, so many people could relate. And I think that's so important to remember that even though at the time when you're suffering with something like that, you need to remember that you're not the only one going through it. And I think um, acne is like the second most common skin, like skin condition that is Googled. Like everyone has either suffered with it at some point or knows someone who has. Yeah. Um, And so putting myself out there and sharing my journey um, at first, I was like, why am I doing this? No one is going to watch this. This is really disgusting. What is the point? I, I so nearly didn't put any videos of my kind of acne journey out there. Um, but I'm so glad I did because it opens up a whole new community of people that um, could talk to each other about it and could be, yeah, it was relatable. And I've met so many people through putting my videos out there that I have helped and um, it's just an amazing feeling. And then you um, went on to present that documentary, Me, yeah. My Spots and I. I mean, so many lovely things came from you sharing your journey, but what was the process like of making that documentary? Oh, it was it was one of the best things I think I've ever done in my life. It was a real highlight. And the, the documentary basically was me kind of um, talking to dermatologists and talking to people who had suffered with acne and finding out what kind of treatments there are available and ultimately how to feel confident and positive in your own skin because like this is we can't really change it this is the skin we're born in and we have to learn to love ourselves um 
with its flaws and everything um so yeah talking to other people and talking to dermatologists and people who were really qualified in that area it was really eye-opening and also just being able to present was the dream come true like it was something that I loved doing and I hope that I get to do again one day. One of the things you mentioned a minute ago that I think is so true for anyone that has an insecurity, whether it's their skin or whether it's something else, it's very easy for that insecurity to spiral into really upsetting thoughts that you're not worthy or you're not going to have a nice outcome like somebody else or it's going to impact these other areas of your life. How did you get a handle on the emotional impact of having to deal with this? Yeah, I think, to be honest, I do think I've blocked a lot of the stuff out. I'm very good at blocking the negative things out. But I think it's just a case of taking day by day and trying to focus on the positives. Like um, around that time, I remember starting a gratitude diary where I would kind of focus and put my energy into the things that made me happy every day rather than focusing on the things that really were getting me down. Um, And also just having people you could talk talk to about it like yeah talking to my friends and my family and um just knowing that it would get better and kind of being hopeful I think that was the thing that helped me most along the way my journey definitely I think there's something there's something really powerful about saying your thoughts out loud to another person Mm. like yesterday I was just having one of those days I think we're all experiencing things like that in lockdown at the moment in particular Mm. And I just said everything out loud to one of my friends on the phone and saying it out loud doesn't change anything, but it just helps to share it and to get it off your chest and have someone listen to you and hopefully support you. And I think for that reason, your openness is something that a lot of people have taken great comfort from and found really fascinating. Mm. I mean, another journey that you've been so open about, which I'd just love to ask you about as well, because I think it's so linked with a kind of journey of confidence, is your journey with your relationships. Mm. Um, You very bravely shared the story of calling off your wedding not long ago. For anyone that's not familiar with that story, could you start by maybe telling us about that chapter of your life? Yeah, so um, I was engaged to a guy I really thought I was going to spend my entire life with. Like, there was no doubt about that um but it wasn't a good relationship and it didn't help it didn't make me happy I documented kind of our relationship from when we first met to getting engaged and then subsequently breaking up and cancelling the wedding I documented all of that over on my YouTube channel and um so not only was that whole process of not like breaking up with someone I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with not only was that hard enough by itself but also having to share that with loads of other people who were also so excited for me and invested in the journey yeah yeah and it, it was difficult you know I felt like I was not disappointing people but I people had really um I guess had hope that there was real good love out there for them to come to because they'd seen this relationship for me grow. Um, but in actual fact, you, especially back then, I, I, 
only showed the positives. I only showed the ups. Um, and that real life isn't like that. There are ups and downs. Every relationship has arguments or problems. And, um, I think that's why now I've really made it my journey and kind of promised my audience that I'm going to keep things real and I'm going to keep things relatable and I'm going to show the ups and downs and that kind of calling off the wedding and sharing that part of my life with everyone. Um, even though it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, like it was six months before the wedding that, um, I canceled it and we broke up. Um, it was the worst thing I've ever gone through, but also the best because I'm so much stronger now. I know what I want. I feel like I really, have um the confidence to like stand up for myself and if my life isn't going the way that I want it to then um it's kind of in my hands and Katie I'm just really in awe of the strength that you've had because I think there are lots of people that would be in a similar situation who would look at a bigger picture and say well we've been together for all of these years and Mm. you know our family will feel disappointed we've made these arrangements there are just so many constraints that would come into making a decision like that and you just had faith in your decision and you stuck to it and I'm sure that other people there must be people that come to this same realisation what what were kind of some thoughts in your head or was there a mantra that you had or a way that you just kept on the straight and narrow and didn't buckle down on the decision? Oh, it is so difficult because um, every relationship is so different. I feel like in mine, I honestly wasn't really given a choice as to whether or not um I was going to go ahead with this relationship. Like it was very negative and, um, I felt like the decision had to be down to me because he wasn't going to, he wasn't brave enough. I don't think to make that decision, but, um, I ultimately just thought I deserve better than this and I wasn't happy. And, um, after we broke up, I found a list of things on my phone that I, of things that I wasn't happy with, but a year before we'd even broken up. So it wasn't a case of, oh, I'm not happy. Like this isn't good for me. It was like a whole year of me going back and forth in my head of trying to convince myself we could make it work, but nothing really ever changed. And I knew it wasn't healthy. Um, so yeah, it was just thinking that I deserve better. That was the that was the main thing that made it a lot more easier. And also knowing that I still had real love out there to find and that there was more for me out there, I think. In terms of finding that faith, if there's someone listening that has come to, you know, perhaps a decision to end a relationship Mm. or put an end to something else negative in their life, what advice would you give to someone that needs to take action? Mm. Um, I would say that you are so strong. You are so much stronger than you think you are. Um, and even contemplating those thoughts, um, should give you some like kind of reassurance and know that things do get better. And even though it's going to be really tough and really difficult, and it's going to be a roller coaster of kind of leaving the relationship and telling people and, um, your whole life changing. It's for, it is for the best. You don't deserve 
um, to be in an unhappy relationship, you won't, you only get to live once. And I think this whole like pandemic we're living through now is just, um, re-emphasizing that, um, life is too short to spend it with people that don't make us happy and you deserve more and things do get better. When I, um, when my relationship ended, I was so distraught every night I would go to bed. And if I wasn't worrying about the past and if I could have changed or done anything better, if I wasn't worrying about that, then I was worrying about the future. You know, how long was it going to take me to fall in love again? Or how long, um, was this pain going to last for? Um, but the best tip I had for getting over that breakup was literally just living in the present and just taking one day as it is, um, not worrying about the past, not worrying about the future, just be focusing on the now and things that make you happy now. And, um, literally each meal as it comes. And yeah, that, that really helped me. It's a really great outlook. Actually, I read something recently that said, depression can be most linked to um, focusing on the past. Anxiety can be very linked to focusing on the future and that a great middle point is focusing on the now. So it's very, very true. Mm. Um, So from here, you have left this very long relationship that even though, you know, there are moments that you've expressed that you knew it was negative and wanted to leave. There's also a real element of being out of your comfort zone when you're in this new world and you were single. Um, So was it nerve wracking to get back into kind of the dating scene and be a beginner in that realm all over again? Oh yeah. (laughs) Like um, I remember before dating apps weren't really around, so I'd never got to experience that. And then I felt like I was thrown into this whole new world of dating, but with technology being involved. And, um, I was nervous about throwing myself into that world, but at the same time, also really excited. Like I was excited at the prospect of meeting people I wouldn't have necessarily met before. Um, I was excited about, I guess, not having to meet people in real life and that being the only way you meet someone. Um, because also, I guess the first time I was dating before I met my ex fiance, um, that was when my acne was really quite bad. Um, but I kind of, yeah, it was this whole new lease of life where my skin was finally good and, um, I was single again. And so I really just tried to enjoy myself. You know, I, I didn't put any pressure on myself having, um, these dates, like they didn't have to mean anything or they didn't have to end up as being the one. It was just a case of, um, meeting new people, finding like learning some new facts about people, the world. Um, and that really gave me comfort and confidence as well to go out and meet people. Like if you don't put any pressure on a date to be the one, then you will be more yourself and you will feel more confident on that date. Yeah. Instead of trying to put your best foot forward and worrying too much about what they might be thinking of you. But I really, really enjoyed dating. I thought it was so much fun. And so I started documenting my dating stories, um, which are, I think some of um, my followers favorite videos still really like what were some of the examples of the stories oh there was um there was this dream 
boat who was he, he reminded me of J- James Bond like he had a little napkin in his blazer and he took me to this really swanky bar on a first date um and he really kind of put on a show and convinced me that like we had so much in common and then ghosted me completely oh my which God. I didn't understand at all yeah that that I guess everyone who is dating at the moment understands what that is like um and then there was like bizarre dates telling me really weird stories about their exes or offering me drugs and I was just like this world is yeah it was very bizarre but my audience I think again because they could relate to these really weird date situations and they enjoyed it and they took comfort in knowing that they weren't the only ones going on awful dates Definitely. And then along the way, you found Jeff. Yeah. So how did, how did finding Jeff then impact your confidence having this lovely, stable, great person? Mm, I'm not going to lie. Like when we, when I first met him, I was a nervous wreck and I didn't like all my confidence seemed to fly out the window. I think because it was the first time I'd really liked someone again. And that felt really like, I felt really vulnerable and I felt like I was really opening myself up to be hurt. Like I had been in the past, like falling in love again is really scary, but you're never going to get, um, to enjoy and experience true love unless you let yourself be open like that. Um, so yeah, my confidence took a dip, but now I think, um, like right now in my life, I'm the most confident I've ever been. And that is down to the fact that, um, I'm in a happy relationship who really supports me. He makes me feel, um, he makes, yeah, he makes me feel wonderful and every girl deserves to be treated like that. Um, but also it's a case of me just coming to a place in my life where I feel comfortable in my skin and I feel happy with who I am as a person. And those things make me feel really confident. And I have been through a lot, but I've come out of it stronger and I'm really proud of the person I've become. And I guess that's one of my top tips as well. Um, don't let kind of these setbacks turn you into a shell of yourself. Like, take these things and feel proud of yourself because you'll feel so much more confident if you just give yourself a bit more credit and um, look at yourself into what uh, an amazing person you've become, even though you might have struggled with things in the past. Um, So yeah. Definitely. I mean, you can see the the happy contentedness in you from the smallest things that it's just kind of a cumulative process. Like, for example, it's just come into my head now, but the other day I noticed um, you got a lot of traction on it, actually. You put a picture up and you were saying, do you know what? I've just had some cauliflower. I feel a bit bloated. (laughs) And I think we all feel a bit bloated sometimes. And you'd said in the caption, just because you don't see this on Instagram doesn't mean that people don't permanently experience this and like you're not the only one. And it was a two picture thing. So Mm -hmm. it was you and then there was one of you and Jeff. (laughs) But it just, I just thought when I saw it, like how lovely that you can just have a laugh with your boyfriend about that and you could tell you were both having a ball. Yeah. And like letting your partner see your flaws as well. Like being really bloated and looking heavily pregnant, even though that's just because you've eaten some 
some cauliflower. Like that's nothing to be embarrassed about. And if someone really loves you, they're going to love you because of your imperfections and your flaws, not in spite of them. That's one thing Jeff always said to me, like, I love you because of those things. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, don't take yourself and your looks so seriously. Just have fun. Just be happy. Well, one of the things that we ask everybody, which I think you've already kind of spoken about, mm. is what makes them feel the most confident. And you've shared some brilliant insights into that. But if you're having a day or a week or however long that you're not feeling the most confident, what steps do you take to feel a bit better? Yeah, I think um, like even the most confident people are always going to have days where they don't feel their best. Yeah. I think it's just about being kind to yourself like not putting too much pressure on yourself to look perfect always to um like have bad thoughts sometimes just be nice to yourself like pick out things about you that you like and that you think are good qualities whether that be your eyebrows or your um humor and um yeah focusing on the positives I think that's my top tip for if people are kind of wanting to boost their confidence, love yourself a little bit more, treat you as you would treat your best friend. Yeah, that's a lovely way of looking at it, actually. Um, One of the things in the It Cosmetics mission statement that really sticks out to me, and I share it with everybody, is that as a brand, we want to make people feel their very best, whether it's for the first time or the first time in a long time. Um, That literally gives me shivers. Like, I love it. Isn't it? It's such such a lovely way of looking at it because I think that so many people go through periods in their life for whatever reason, maybe they're run down with work, maybe they haven't been very well, maybe they've been um, a bit run down from a negative relationship, whatever it is, I think we can all relate to that moment where you feel the nicest you've felt in a long time. Um, yeah. What advice would you give to someone that just hasn't felt that in a long time and wants to do something different to inject that that moment back again? I think have I mean, especially now in lockdown, a lot of us might be living in our dressing gown. I'm literally wearing my dressing gown right now. It's really <laughs> embarrassing. Um, but I think actually just dressing up and putting some makeup on and putting some music on and having a dance around your living room, just kind of getting back into you Um, switching off the social media and just that action of like putting some nice clothes on and putting some concealer on and a bit of lipstick it does make all the difference it really does I really agree I think that there is something um there's something to do with having your routine that is very confidence boosting and it just makes you feel put together ready for the day and just ready to take everyone on yeah um but Katie you have been such a joy to talk to and thank you so much for sharing oh thanks Um, for anyone that wants to reach out or go back and have a look at I mean the dating stories are definitely going straight in the show notes but (laughs) for anyone that wants to reach out to you where can we find you uh, you can find me on Instagram it's at Kate Snooks and on YouTube I'm the same Kate Snooks yeah come and join me I'd love to see some new faces amazing well thank you so much Katie have a fab day you too lots of love 
you for listening. And if you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. You can find us on social media at It Cosmetics on Facebook, It Cosmetics UKI on Instagram, and discover more interviews like this at itcosmetics.co.uk. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.